Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Welcome aboard the Walt Disney World Express Monorail, our highway in the sky. For those of you standing, please hold on to the handrails throughout our journey and stay clear of the doors. For the comfort of others, no smoking, please. Thank you. Hiya folks, you're listening to Two Men in the Mouse, episode 273, recorded live on the YDF Media Network on January the 23rd, 2024. This is your everyday guide to the magic of Walt Disney World and the larger Disney universe beyond it. My name is Kevin Kessler, and I am joined as always by my good buddy, Peter Mann. Hey, Kev. Hey, how's it going, my friend? Doing well. I'm feeling energetic today. I'm feeling well, something that, like, you know, like good... Two men in the mouse energy. That you oh, know, I like that. Like, I, I love it. I love. It. We, folks, we are two lifelong Disney fanatics who have managed to keep the magic of Disney alive in our lives every day, and we want to share that magic with you. So, pull up a chair, gather the family, or pop in your favorite set of headphones, and let's experience the magic of Kevin. Beat Kevin. Oh man, I think the, I can chalk the energy up to just the fact that I have just not stopped moving, like like in like a week. I've just been okay. so busy. I've been so busy with a million different projects. You know, there's a new obviously every month there's a new book. So like, you know, I'm working on a new book. Right. I'm working I I've got MegaCon coming up um, you know, in like a week or so, over a little over a week now. Um well, like what do you weeks. do at MegaCon? So at MegaCon, I'm there with Morty. And Morty okay. is in the um the Harry Potter sorting hat ceremony. Right. I remember that. Right. Yeah. So he wears a Gryffindor robe and he he comes up and so like the Kids and adults like all come up and they get sorted into their Hogwarts houses. And Morty kind of like, you know, it's all ad lib comedy, basically. Like, it's all right, just right. like, you know, like Morty will say something about their cosplay outfit or or like, you know, Morty is very like brand loyal. Apparently, we've learned through this. Okay. Uh, so like he's like Gryffindor ride or die. Like if you get anything but Gryffindor, like so they'll be like Hufflepuff and Morty will be like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like. He, he gets a little more cynical than he usually does. Okay. Uh, but hey, he jaw jacks with Dumbledore. He calls him Dumble Dude. Like, you know, he, 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 him and the hat have a very contentious relationship with each other. Like, Morty, Morty and the hat kind of go back and forth a lot. Like, okay. Yeah. It's, um, and then I think, so I don't know for sure yet, but we are like, so we're, we're still like putting together all of like the, um, the details for this year, but I believe one of the things that's happening is we might be doing a uh, monster story time, which is oh, basically, cool. yeah, it's like a panel for kids in the family zone where Morty would basically like go through a storybook with them. Okay. Um, which um, I think for that, I'm going to choose the classic Sesame street book, the monster at the end of this book, which nice. was my, which was my favorite book. But I think the thing that we're talking about doing is it's going to be a little bit more like, avenue q style puppetry where like with the visible puppeteer because i was like well how long does this have to be and they're like oh like 45 minutes i'm like yeah i'm not i can't hold my arm up for 45 minutes <laughs> so like i could barely do it for like four so so like we we're gonna need to do like uh, so it might be like uh talking about puppets and talking about puppetry and then doing a storybook right. and, and that's you know, cool like, yeah so it, it should be pretty fun um 
yeah and uh you know, i'm with a whole group and we do like a whole bunch of things like the one one of our, our performers is a she's a disney princess cosplayer so she does like princess story time and is a whole a whole bunch of stuff megacon is a fun time and then i still will like go around and i'll like film on the floor and have morty like interview cosplayers and things it's 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 a good time now are you there every day or just one day i believe this year i'm gonna be there every day which okay. is you know um, which we would think that really stinks is that even though I'm an exhibitor and I have an exhibitor badge, I still have to pay to park. Um, yeah. And it's like 35 bucks a day to park. Whoa. Yeah. For a thing where I make no money. So I might, I might like try to subsidize by like selling books or something like that there. Cause we should have floor space. We're not hundred percent sure yet. Megacon does everything at the very last minute. Right. So, you know, we're so, but I found out like a bunch of YouTubers that I like are going to be there. And, um, you know, like the, there's some cool photo ops going on. I don't know if I'll do any of them. Like the whole Back to the Future cast is there. Wow. Even Marty? Uh, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Michael J. Fox, Christopher Lloyd, Leah Thompson. Uh, the guy played Biff. Uh, I don't. I think that might be it. But like, you know, like the, I, you know, no, I don't know if George McFly is. Was that? Who was that? He definitely. He definitely is not. Yes. I, yeah, I, would, I was about to say, I don't think he will be. Um. What about Jennifer One though? I love Jennifer One. I don't know. I don't. I don't think so. Big fan. But like, and there's usually like photo ops, so you can get like a photo op with Doc and Marty. You can get one with right. the whole cast. You can get one with Marty and his mom. You can get one with Biff and Lorraine. Like, like the 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 vehicular assault like photo op. I guess <laughs> like like that's a weird photo op to get. I don't even know if they do that one. But like, you can get like Marty and Biff, or you know, like uh, the the photo ops. Though I find at conventions are very impersonal. Yeah, well, they're trying to just rush you through. Yeah, like when I went to, um, so like I met Giancarlo Esposito at New York Comic Con one year, and we talked for like three minutes. You know, like he he told me like a whole story. Like Carol Spinney, same thing. Like you know, I met Carol Spinney, and he signed my, you know, he signed a photo for me, took a picture, and we like had a whole conversation about like he was telling me about how like he sees through the Big Bird costume and what he has to do, and I was just like picking his brain about puppetry. Uh, but like the photo op, I remember we bought the photo op with Stephen Amell at New York Comic Con one year and we're going through and it's moving way too fast once it like opens up and I'm like, uh oh, and it's literally you walk in, you stand next to them, they click and you leave. You maybe have time to go, hey, how are you? And they go, oh, good. How are you doing? Oh, I'm good. Click. Bye. That's it. Right. Um, so I've done two of those photo ops in my life. I did Stephen Amell. Which, by the way, nothing makes you feel like a short, fat, disgusting hobbit than standing next to Stephen Amell. Oh, is he jacked? He's jacked and tall. Yeah. Good like, for him. You know, he, he's just like a perfect human being. And I was just like, man, I am a schlub. I'm like a... Um, but the uh, the other one I did was uh, the cast of Boy Meets World. And I've never felt taller and more like, you know, like buff than at that moment because they are all very short and skinny. So That's so funny. Uh, but, you know, now, like, Pod Meets World is, like, my favorite podcast right now. I love it. I, I was supposed to go to see it live in Orlando in September, but that was when I was, like, like heck uh, sick. Like, I mean, right. like, yeah, you remember. Yep. Um, for, like, a month. So, all right, we need to probably get on with the show. People don't care let's about do some Disney. Yeah, let's do some Disney stuff here. All right. So big thanks to our friends over at Patreon, over at patreon.com slash two men in the mouse. Uh, we had a big Patreon week last week. We dropped a new episode of the Geek Watchtower. We dropped a new patron show, uh, a video version of the patron show. And of course, uh, you know, most of the tiers get early access to this show. So, you know, we're, we're, we're seeing uh, 
we're seeing some good uh, activity over there on Patreon, nice. and we got more stuff coming this week. Um, you know, Justin Suter and I are going to do something from uh, Way With Me Travel uh, and the DDP Today podcast, obviously. All right, ready to hop into the worldwide news. Please. All right, there's going to be a new complimentary annual pass holder magnet available in late okay. January. Yeah. So that is starting as of today. Um, it's starting, I'm sorry, uh, January 29th and going to February 23rd. Annual pass holders in Epcot can pick up the annual pass holder magnet that features Hey Hey from Moana. It'll be available at the creation shop from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. while supplies last. Typically, you have to bring your annual pass holder like card and your photo ID in order to get now, it. Now, they've like made this like a smooth thing, right? Oh, it's very smooth. Yeah, like it, it moves pretty quickly. Usually, because I can remember go... years ago seeing like a mega line through Epcot. Yeah, it's and it was. I, I was like, "What is this line for?" It was like for a magnet. I'm like, I don't know if I'd wait on this line. It's a free thing, and yeah, yeah. no chill. Uh, it's I I don't go like for the first couple days. I mean, they're they're giving it out for like a month. I'm like, I can wait a week and right. like get it when you know it's you walk right up and get it. Right. Uh, typically the first few days there's a line, so you know. All right, uh, Disney is celebrating National Polka Dot Day with several new Minnie Mouse-inspired treats at Walt Disney World. So, uh, first of all, you've got the new Mini Kitchen Sink Sunday available at Hollywood Scoops. Uh, it is priced at $24.99 and includes strawberry ice cream topped with red vanilla whipped cream, chocolate syrup, white polka dot sprinkles, cookie ears, they're Oreos, and cho uh, chocolate bow. It looks pretty cute. And okay. like you, you know, like the kitchen sink that you would get at like the um not the one in Beaches and Cream where it's like a million things, but like the one at the on Main Street at the Main Street ice cream parlor. Yep. Uh, where it's like the Mickey pants. This is like yep. the same thing, but it's Minnie's dress. Okay. I feel like I would love to have both of those. Yeah, it's like a little companion piece. Yeah. Um, okay, so it is also available at various quick service restaurants and select Disney Resort hotels. Uh, that one. So yeah, there's a there's another Minnie's Kitchen Sink Sunday. I'm sorry, available at various quick service restaurants. So it comes in the same bowl, but it's different. It's mini sweet strawberry. Uh, I'm sorry, it looks like it's got. It doesn't even say what it's got here, but it looks like it's got like a vanilla ice cream and like a and like a red macaron with like white sprinkles on it. So okay. it's pretty neat. The mini sweet strawberry waffle Sunday is currently available at Marketplace Snacks in Disney Springs. Uh, the Minnie Mouse Dome Cake is also currently available at Amaret's Patisserie in Disney Springs. So I've never had one of those dome cakes that they have there. I mean, like, I have no idea. Like, do you think they taste good? Uh, like, I feel bad cutting into it because it's like a little work of art. I bet you they're okay. Yeah, I feel like one day I have to get one. We'll do it as like a Patreon video. Like we finally get a dome cake and see what it's right. like. And but then you uh, don't cut into it because you can't bring yourself to do it. Right, like the, like the knife quivering above the cake. Like, <laughs> uh, so the val there are several Valentine's Day treats this year available all throughout Walt Disney World. Uh, we have got returning things like the zebra moose cake from the Mara and the strawberry red velvet will be pie from the trolley car cafe. Uh, so let's go through Disney Springs Amaret's Patisserie available February 1st through 17th with mobile order available. You can get chocolate covered strawberries and a strawberry cheesecake. The Ganacherie 
has the Puppy Love Chocolate Pinata filled with hazelnut truffle treats and crisp pearls. That's going to be February 1st through 15th, and that is new this year. Also, you okay. can get the Mickey Chocolate Bites, which is milk chocolate with caramel crisp pearls, solid 65% dark chocolate custom blend, and solid milk chocolate. That is also new this year, available through February 29th. Then there's the Champagne Strawberry Ganache Square, which is strawberry ganache blended with champagne enrobed in dark 65% chocolate, available February 1st through 18th. Over at Jock Lindsay's, you can get the Berry Lovely, which is a Bacardi Dragonberry rum with orange juice, pineapple juice, cranberry juice, watermelon syrup, and a splash of soda garnished with a strawberry. You can also, uh, over at Vivoli Il Gelato, you can get the Love Potion, which is a vanilla gelato with Fanta strawberry and whipped cream, and Cupid's Bomb Shake, which is a strawberry cheesecake shake topped with a cheesecake-filled bombolini. That looks pretty good. Oh, that one looks pretty good. Comes I like, like the a, name of it. Yeah, it comes in like a little Cupid-y like, cup. Cupid's Bomb sh- Bomba sh- I'm sorry, not Bomb Shake, Bomba Shake, because it's a bombolini. Got it. Cupid's bomb shake. <laughs> that doesn't sound good. All right. Outdoor vending at West Side at the landing. Available February 1st through 17th. You have the beautiful rose, which is Heradura Silver Tequila, uh, Cointro Liqueur, Rose Syrup, Lime Juice, Lemon Juice, and Red Cranberry Juice garnished with a lime wedge. Over at Disney Resort Hotels at the Animal Kingdom Lodge, we have the Mara, which is a zebra mousse cake, Amarula mousse, and chocolate sponge inspired by the iconic zebra domes. Disney's Beach Club Resort, Yacht and Beach Club. So at the Beach Club Marketplace and the Marketplace at Allen Compass, available February 1st through the 14th only. Uh, you have Cupid's Moose, which is Devil's Food Cake, Vanilla Bean Moose, and Cherry Compote. Then you've got Disney's Boardwalk at the Boardwalk Deli, available through February 14th, starting on the first, the Strawberry Cheesecake Brownie, which is a rich brownie topped with strawberry cheesecake, garnished with chocolate whipped cream, pink crisp pearls, and pink chocolate hearts. The Contemporary Resort at the Contempo Cafe, you can get the Sweetheart Cookie, which is a sugar cookie with heart sprinkles topped with cream cheese, buttercream, red velvet cake pieces, and a heart. Red velvet cake pieces and a heart and a drizzle of dark chocolate. That's new this year. That sounds good. Yeah. Are you uh, red velvet guy? Um, You know, I'm getting there. They had a red velvet donut at Dunkin' Donuts recently when I got my coffee. I was like, I'll try that. And I'm like, oh, this is actually pretty good. There's a whole rant in Orange is the New Black about how red velvet isn't a thing and like it doesn't exist and like it was like created. Okay. I don't know. I've never really understood it, but I, I don't mind red velvet. I, You know what? Look, when you get something red velvet, you're really getting it for the cream cheese icing. Uh, like that's kind of the thing. Like if you're getting right. red velvet and it doesn't have a cream cheese icing, what are you even getting it for? All right, Disney's Grand Floridian Resort and Spa at Gasparilla Island Grill, available February 1st to 29th with mobile order available. The Raspberry Macaron Heart, which is a macaron filled with raspberry cream and a passion fruit curd. Disney's Old Key West Resort and Disney's Saratoga Springs Resort and Spa, the Goods Food to Go and the Artist Palette of the Love Letter Cupcake which is a chocolate cupcake with strawberry pastry cream, white chocolate mousse, and buttercream flowers. At the Polynesian Village Resort at Kona Island, 1st through the 14th, you can get the Stitch and Angel Date Night Cupcakes, which are vanilla cupcakes with fillings inspired by classic pairings, chocolate and peanut butter mousse filling and peanut butter mousse and jelly filling. Well, that actually sounds really good, but shame I can't have it. Because um, <clears throat> Rachel, allergy. Well, you know, maybe you go on your own one day. Yeah, if I'm by my own, I can. All right, over at Pineapple Lanai, 
You can get a Valentine float, which is a Dole Whip raspberry with Rosa Regal sparkling red topped with raspberries and strawberries. At the Riviera Resort, La, La Petite Cafe, you can get Trois Macarons, which is raspberry ganache, strawberry jam, and milk chocolate ganache macarons. At the Wilderness Lodge, you have the Love Bug Marshmallow. I did not realize how long this was before I started reading it. <laughs> the Love Bug Marshmallow, which is a strawberry marshmallow with a ganache center on a graham cracker cookie. And then at various Disney Resort quick service restaurants available the entire month of February, you can get uh, a plant-based sweetheart cupcake um, with a lovely swirl of vanilla buttercream and heart sprinkles. This is available at... All-Star Movies, All-Star Music, All-Star Sports, Art of Animation, Caribbean Beach, um, at two locations, Centertown Market and Spyglass Grill, uh, Pop Century Resort, Port Orleans Riverside, and Port Orleans French Quarter. In the Magic Kingdom of the Sunshine Tree Terrace, you can get the I Lava You Float, which is a plant-based float uh, with Fanta Strawberry and Passion Fruit Flavor served with Dole Whip Orange and topped with Popping Candy. At Hollywood Studios at the Hollywood Brown Derby, you can get the red velvet white chocolate mousse atop a chocolate cookie. Not as good as the, uh, you know, the carrot cake cookie, but, you know, they're trying. Yep. And you know what? This is this looks like the thing that I had in um, at the Christmas party and only it's not going to have candy cane pieces in it. So I might have actually enjoyed it. You can also Unless get they sneak some in there. True. At the Trolley Car Cafe, you can get the strawberry red velvet will be pie, red velvet cake. That's this is what it looks like it. Red velvet cake with cream cheese buttercream top with strawberry buttercream. Over at Epcot at Connections, you can get the Valentine's Day Bam Kuchen with chocolate and strawberry layers. All right. So a couple weeks ago, if I would have read this, I would have been like, what's Bam Kuchen? It's so it's like a cake. It's like a really cool layered cake. I know this because Rachel's like obsessed with it. And okay. Yeah, every time we would walk by, she'd be like, I really want that. And so I'm always like, get it. And she's like, no, no. And then finally, <clears throat> we ate at Connections one day, and I was like, you're getting that cake. And so she got the cake, and it was actually very good. Oh, nice. Very layered. It, it's, it looks really cool when you see them making it, because you could see it on like the Starbucks side, and it's like really, really neat looking. Uh, we're at Connections Eatery, available through the 14th only oh i'm sorry the the valentine's day bam kuchen is february 14th only and a connections eatery that from the 9th to 14th you can get the valentine's day milkshake which is a vanilla milkshake with strawberry sauce whipped cream and chocolate ganache and finally on february 14th only at le cellier you can get the profiterole which is a raspberry cheesecake profiterole which is new this year i don't know if that's how you say it but i'm going to say profiterole because i don't do french yeah French words on this show are my kryptonite. I swear. And yet you run right into them. I do every single time. Um, all right. Resort news. Big River Grill and Brewing Works has closed at the, Div- oh. at the Disney Boardwalk. Yeah. Have you ever okay. eaten there? No. Yeah. So uh, it closed at the end of operations on January 20, the, the 21st. The third party operated restaurant offered an indoor dining area and a waterfront outdoor patio. Serving twists on American pub classics and handcrafted ales and lagers brewed on the premises. It um, reopened in February 2021 after a year-long closure following the pandemic. No word yet on plans for permanent replacement, but Disney has said that beginning January 22nd, food trucks will be available for additional lunch options at the boardwalk. I wonder if that's going to be like the Disney food trucks from 
springs Maybe. that are no longer in in service. Do you think they still have them somewhere? Do you think they got rid I of them? I think they're just parked in like some parking lot somewhere. Maybe. Oh man, what a waste that would be. Uh, Magic Kingdom news: Refurbishment walls are up around Pirates of the Caribbean, or at least the area surrounding Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, that is around the Torre del Cielo Tower at Walt Disney World Pirates of the Caribbean, which is the big clock tower. No work is currently taking place, but the tower itself will likely be refurbished. Pirates of the Caribbean is operating normally and is not planned to close for any lengthy refurbishment. Uh, in further Magic Kingdom news, uh, the restrooms in Frontierland are closed. These would be the ones over by the former Splash Mountain, soon to be Tiana's Bayou Adventure. The restrooms adjacent to the adventure at Magic Kingdom are now closed as work continues on the walkways around the main entrance of the upcoming attraction. The restroom closure is expected to last around a week with the nearest alternative bathrooms located near Pirates. So they're pretty close. Nice. All right. And I believe because we are talking about Epcot. Oh, Hollywood Studios. Walt Disney Presents is closing for a refurbishment. This is our final news item this week. Walt Disney presents at Hollywood Studios will be closed for an approximately two week long period starting February 12th, 2024. According to the official operating hours calendar, the exhibit will be closed through March 1st with a planned reopening to guests on March 2nd. No word yet on whether any changes will be made during the closure. They're probably like like putting in some kind of new um, like uh, exhibit in there. I haven't been in there in forever. I was literally just about to ask when's the last time you went in there. It's been a while. You know, I found that I go in there less and less now that it's not one man's dream anymore. Yeah, same. I'm, sometimes they'll still play one man's dream because like when they were between like big movies. But once it became like the see the preview of the Little Mermaid movie, I was like, oh, I don't really want to see that. Like, right. you know, I have no desire. Uh, originally open to commemorate the 100th anniversary of Walt's birth, the gallery showcases his life story from small-town America to Hollywood. Inside, guests can explore one-of-a-kind sketches, photos, models, costumes, artwork, and more. Walt Disney Presents also includes a screening of Walt Disney One Man's Dream, a 15-minute documentary that showcases Walt Disney's life, sometimes. Uh, sneak peeks of upcoming Disney or Pixar films are frequently offered in place of Walt Disney One Man's Dream throughout the year, but do not typically require any downtime. Uh, yeah, I mean, like... Uh, they have a character meet and greet in there now too, which I believe is uh Sully from Monsters Inc. Okay. Yeah. So they 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 did bring uh character meet and greets in there back. I mean, look, one man's dream I've I think is like or Walt Disney presents, I guess you call it now. I love I love that area. I love going in there and looking at his desk and looking at like Me too. The, you know, like all the models and like you know, the Disneyland models, the the Cinderella Castle model. They had a big model of the Disney Wish before we went on our cruise. So going in there uh, you know, to like look at the model and figure out where we're going to be staying and where where the things are that we want to do. Like that was a lot of fun. It was. Uh, I like I like seeing like the multi plane camera. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty neat. I like the big Epcot. Uh, you know, like like studio setup that they've got in there. Yeah, pretty neat. I love it. Uh, and that's the news this week. All right. You know, some lengthy news like Valentine's Day treats, which I probably could have shortened, but you know. Uh all right. So we are gonna take a quick commercial break. Uh I'm not I'm so, what am I thinking? What am I I'm suddenly I'm thinking like I'm back like a year ago. No, we're not taking commercial breaks. We don't do that anymore. Uh we are we are gonna get started with our e-ticket attraction of the week. You remember what I said about like energy? Like it's it's fading now. 
Oh no, it's <laughs> it's fading fast. I uh, can't wait to hear the close of this show. You're gonna be like, thanks everybody. Yeah, that's gonna do it for two minutes. This is week. Oh man, man, that cup of coffee is wearing off. All right, so we are gonna be right back with our e-ticket attraction of the week right after this. Hey listeners, this is Mark Daniel, and you're listening to Two Men and the Mouse. Folks, we are in the middle of winter, the dead of winter, if you will. The frigid cold has has come all the way even into Florida at some points this winter. It has been a pretty frigidly cold winter. Wouldn't you agree with that? It's literally freezing here right now. Yeah, exactly. So we thought this week might be a good time to start looking ahead a little bit, starting to kind of put winter behind us and take a look at the spring. And what does springtime mean in Walt Disney World? It means the International Flower and Garden Festival at Epcot. Recently, Disney has released a ton of information about the Flower and Garden Festival for 2024, and we wanted to do a special preview. So this week for our e-ticket attraction of the week, Pete and I are talking about the 2024 Epcot International Flower and Garden Festival at Walt Disney World. So this might very well be the final festival before Communicore Hall opens, I think. Okay. Because I'm willing to believe that sometime during the eight-month period that Food & Wine is going on <laughs> this year, that the yeah, Communicore Hall will be done. Uh, it, you think it? you think it'll go to the end of the year, or do you think that we'll get it during Food & Wine? I, I don't know why I feel like this is going to take forever. I mean, because it has taken forever. They've been building yeah. it for, for how long? Uh, but anyway, we're not talking about that right now. We're talking about the Flower and Garden Festival. Now, one of the things that I do miss with the Flower and Garden Festival is when they would um, open up the Wonders of Life Pavilion with like the classes and like all. There was yep. a lot of really cool things during Flower and Garden for that. And you know, since they decided they were going to turn the Wonders of Life Pavilion into the Play Pavilion, and then decided, oops, maybe not. Like we still have not heard <laughs> anything about that Play Pavilion. Yeah. Like, what is happening there? I'm assuming it's not happening. Yeah, I mean, they just aren't mentioning anyone. Play Pavilion, what are you talking about? Like, would it be great if they, like, if Disney, like, all of a sudden, like, started to pretend that, like, we're all insane for thinking they were doing a Play Pavilion? Like, we never said that. Like, just tell you gaslight everybody. Oh, yeah, 100%. You guys are crazy. All right, so, the 2024 Epcot International Flower and Garden Festival. Now, you were saying before we went on the air, this is one of your favorite festivals. I mean, listen, one of my favorites, but I never go. I haven't been in 20 years. Oh, I know. Was the last it's time I went. to me. Like, you have not seen so many topiaries. I know. That is I know. You know, I shouldn't say that. That's not true. I've actually been way, way after that. But it's still okay. been quite a while. But I bet you it's been 10 years. Yeah. Not really a time of year that you go very often, right? No, I've really gone. I used to kind of, like, alternate between fall and kind of, like, you know, that February-ish time. But at this point, it's been a lot of fall. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. All righty. So let's go through the, the festival this year will be 90 days. Okay. And it starts on February the 28th and goes all the way through May 27th. So that sounds to me like it's going through Memorial day. I don't know when Memorial day is this year, but that might be the Memorial day weekend might be flower and garden festival. Well, there we go. So it's going to be on Memorial day this year. That's so it ends on Memorial day. Right. 
All right, so Memorial Day weekend, we'll have all the flower and garden goodness over there at Epcot, which, you know, good on them. I won't be there because I steer clear of Disney during Memorial Day weekend. I bet. Yeah. Um, might still might go to the beach, though. Might go to, to Jetty Park. Okay. But you, you never know. It's a long way from now. But, I mean, like, this is a long festival this year, three months for flower and garden. I feel like flower and garden is the right length of a, of a Disney festival. Hmm, 90 days. Eh, yeah, I guess. I mean, I guess if you're going to do, you know, like imagine, four festivals. Right, like, imagine if, like, you know, you, you uh, let's say you got, like, um, you know, January, February, March was Festival of the Arts, which would be wonderful instead of right. it being, like, ending in randomly in February. And then you had, like, March, April, May is Flower and Garden. And then, like, you know, May, June, July, and it, you know, it, it's it, and maybe big food and wine go a little bit longer, but I mean, Festival of the Holidays still should get an entire a full two months at the very least. Yeah, I mean, if you did Festival of the Arts the first three months, you did Flower and Garden for spring, which really would be, you know, I guess April, May, June ish. Yeah, and then it you really... could really do. um you, you could do food and wine for like five months because you got a festival yeah. holidays isn't going to be, you know, three months. Yeah, you could do you could do you could even do like July, August, September, October, and then like November 1st, boom, festival of the holidays. Like, right. I don't know. It, it's 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 always seemed a little weird to me that that's the one that they go. But it must be the most profitable one. I mean, it was always, oh, of course, the most, yeah. it was always the most famous one. You remember right. when they first started doing the other festivals, like when they first started rolling out like food food and wine stuff for like the for flower and garden yeah because i'm sure when you went in 2004 flower and garden didn't have like the food kiosks and stuff like that. i don't believe it did no no it was just topiaries it was just like hey there's lots of flowers here yep how about that and then they just decided epcot's gonna be a festival park so which i mean look i don't complain about the festivals i you know that they exist i like them uh i i, I my only complaint is that the best festivals are too short. The two best festivals, in my opinion. Um, so I went to um, to Epcot last week and did some solo uh, festival of the arts. I worked. I worked from Epcot actually. I went to the um, World Discovery. Okay. And, yeah, and I like set up my laptop and I just like worked on. Uh, I worked on the Ross and Annie reboot actually while I was there because I wrote the original Ross and Annie a lot in Magic Kingdom. Let me tell you something. I don't think I'll ever like work in magic kingdom again because working in epcot now is so nice there's so much seating there's so many power outlets it's the music is wonderful this the view of spaceship earth like just the pluto walked by my table like eight times because he was like for every time he had to like take a break <clears throat> it was just such a nice environment to like just sit and like you know create in and then for lunch i was like okay lunch let's go into the festival and I had some good stuff and I had some bad like so I had the Wagyu beef bun in uh in Japan. Okay. And I thought it was good, but like we have like like pork buns in the freezer, and I was like, this tastes exactly like one of those. Right. Like it it definitely is not something I would ever like spend that amount of money on again. Uh what else? Oh, I had the um the General So's chicken uh shumai in China. Really good. 
but eight dollars and fifty cents for three little dots of it basically yes you know it was not it, it didn't feel like a value to me so i'll probably not get that again the big disappointment of my day though was the beef wellington now you know I me know. i love the wellington i sent a picture of you i sent a picture of it to you it looked like a piece of charcoal in the middle of a puff pastry. It was so overdone. It just it looked it, terrible. It I was mean, was it awful. at least tender? Sometimes it was a little tender. I mean, it was like it wasn't like chewy. It wasn't like it wasn't right, like rough. Right. But I mean, it just it had no flavor to it. It was no flavor. All the flavor was cooked out of it. It was That's just not terrible. good. Yeah, I mean, like when you look at like the picture that they put on the thing, it's like this like medium rare, like you know, you know, I bet you they can't serve medium rare. Probably not, but I mean, you could at least serve medium. This was not even medium, dude. This no, was no, no, that thing was gray. Yeah, like it looked, like, it looked like mystery meat. Like it, yeah. it was, it was bad. <clears throat> Which you know, you're giving Wellington. I mean, you're doing. They had to excel in it. It had the prosciutto, but the puff pastry, and that all tasted fine. But just the meat was so bad. I could not get over how bad that was. I was very disappointed. It wasn't even like plated nicely. I, I don't know. It just felt like a big, a big fail. Um, but back to flower and garden. Let's get through this. Uh, the uh, the flower and garden. Now I love the things that they do. Flower and garden. The floating gardens that they put in the pool. The topiaries. All the different. You know, all like the um, the butterfly garden. Which yep. you know, as long as. You know, we the butterfly garden is. I think it's a nice concept. I don't love going in there. Yeah, and because they're like birds. They, they're well, no, they're not birds. They're flying worms. Right. Let's but be that's, serious. They're so here. cute. Come on. They're not cute. They're flying worms. They're worms with wings, and, and it's like I've never had an issue with them like flying at my face or anything. So that that's fine. I'm just like you know. Okay, here we are. They're very pretty. Do you okay. think they like so like at the end of Flower and Garden, do you think they just like take the tent down and just let them all fly away? No. <laughs> what do you think they gas the tent and like kill them all? No, I don't know. They probably collect them and move them to some other awesome butterfly sanctuary. I don't know. I feel like I feel like it's not like they're not like raised in captivity. You're, you can release them into the wild. It's okay. Like Right. I don't think they're putting any butterflies in there that are not like that are going to be like invasive to Florida or like that. Right, no, probably not. I'm sure some of them get out during the festival right. at some point when people go through those chains that they put on the on the wall. Yep. The walk like oh man, that just reminds me of going into the bird area at Animal Kingdom. <laughs> I try to get to do when people want to stop and like look at the birds, I'm just like, okay, cool. I'll be over there in the like at the end of this. And I take the bird watching guide and I put it over my head. And I just kind of like, like, like bolt through it because I'm like, you're not, you're not going to poop on my head. It's not going to happen. And like, I'm sure it happens to several people per day with the amount of birds in that enclosed area. Poops are happening on heads. It's happening. You might poop on my couch. Yeah. Like, but not on my head. Yeah. No, no I, I will not have it with these dirty birds. Uh, <clears throat> all right. So notable this year. The 2024 Flower and Garden Festival is shorter than in recent years. The 2023 event went from March 1st to July 5th. Wow. Which was over 120 days. So they are shortening some of these festivals. 90 days for this festival feels like, but you know, by the, by, by like for us as locals, like by the time we hit that 120 days, I remember being like, man, I am so sick of these topiaries. <laughs> like, I, 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 so it looks like we're going to have like a prolonged. Okay. So here's my question. Are we going to have a prolonged period between like, you know, June and mid-July where there's no festival 
Or are they going to be like flower? They're going to be like International Food and Wine Festival starting June 1st this year. No, no, you're going to get the very rare non-festival. We were talking about this before the show that, that it's almost like like now it's like the 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 allure is like a no festival Epcot. Yeah, that's that's the truly rare time. Yeah. Yeah. It's so weird that that's the thing now. But I don't know. I could totally see them being like food and wine starts June 1st. June 1st to November 18th or whatever the heck it usually is. I mean, you could. It's not like it has to be in the fall. But Could you imagine? It would be like it would be June, July, August, September. It would be half of the, half the year would yep. be food and wine festival. Yeah. <sighs> it will, however, be a quick turnaround for Epcot's festival team, which will see the currently underway festival of the arts ending on February the 19th. So it ends on the 19th and then starts on the 28th. So we're going to have a period of about, you know, um, what is that? 11 days where there's no festival there. Okay. <clears throat> so here's a rundown of everything announced so far. We are getting a new to- we are getting new topiaries this year. At the park's main entrance, there will be new topiaries from the Walt Disney Animation Studios film Wish, including Asha, Valentino, and the Wishing Star. They are really trying hard with this. They're trying. They are really trying to make this happen. Oh man. Um last year they had a fantastic topiary in the front of the park. It was the Madrigal the Madrigal family. Yep. It was I, I almost said the magical sisters, but then I remembered the, the little boy that talks to the animals was there too. Uh so there will also be a Groot topiary in Epcot near Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind and World Discovery for the first time. So are you ready for a list of all of these topiaries? Yeah, let's do it. I love the topiaries. Most of them are returning. So all right. <clears throat> at the main entrance, we're gonna have Wish. Then you're gonna have the butterflies at the main entrance over by the butterfly garden. Figment will have a topiary by uh, over in World Celebration. Huey, Dewey, and Louie will also be in World Celebration. They're usually like kind of in the middle right. of World Celebration. Donald Duck will be in World Celebration. Bambi and Friends in World Discovery. Groot in World Discovery. Buzz Lightyear in World Discovery. He's usually over by Mission Space. Woody, Bo Peep, and her sheep in World Nature between the Imagination and Land Pavilions. They're usually in the same spot every year. Usually they have like the barrel of monkeys, monkeys out there with them too. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty neat. <clears throat> Simba and friends will be in World Nature near the Land Pavilion. Uh, Pumbaa and Timon, also World Nature near the Land Pavilion. Now, th- they move them around sometimes because I've seen the Lion King ones like over in World Nature, like kind of over near the Imagination Pavilion before. I don't know okay. if maybe they're considering that near the land pavilion or if they're actually moving them this year. But before that, they used to be in that little Africa section of World Showcase. That little walkthrough area yep. would have the Lion King ones, which I thought kind of fit a little bit better there. Over at the Rose Walk, there will be Goofy. Mickey, Minnie, Chip, Dale, and Pluto will be at the bridge to World Showcase. And Kanto will be moving into World Showcase. Coco will be in the Mexico Pavilion. Anna and Elsa from Frozen in the Norway Pavilion. A troll will also be in the Norway Pavilion. I believe that will actually be a um, like an actual like, you know, Nordic troll and not either a treasure troll or an internet troll. Yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine it was like an internet troll? Like it was just like <laughs> like some guy with like they put like uh, orange flowers on there for the Cheeto dust. That's awesome. Uh, all right. Pandas will be at the China Pavilion. I do love those panda bears. They are they are adorable. 
Um, Snow White and the Seven Dwarves, one of my favorites every year in the Germany Pavilion. Lady and the Tramp in Italy. Tiana at the American Adventure. A Dragon in the Japan Pavilion. That's one of the coolest ones. It's right by the uh, the Tory Gate. I don't think I've ever seen that one. Oh, it's really cool. It's big. Um, Kermit and Miss Piggy between France and the, the France and Morocco Pavilion. So we'll see if they're on their bicycles this year or if like some years they're on bikes. Some years they're like just sitting on like crates and Kermit's got his banjo or whatever. But always one of my favorites, obviously. Always one of the ones that has a line to take a picture with. Cool. Yeah. Beauty and the Beast uh, will be in the France Pavilion. Lumiere and Cogsworth also in the France Pavilion. The International Gateway will have a butterfly and flower towers. Winning the Pooh and Friends, will, which are Rabbit, Eeyore, Piglet, and Tigger, will be at the United Kingdom Pavilion. Also, Tinkerbell's Fairy, ha- Fairy House Garden in the United Kingdom. Peter Pan, Captain Hook, and the TikTok Croc between the United Kingdom and Canada. And there will be geese topiaries in the Canada Pavilion. You must hate that. Actually, no. Uh, Canada gooses are all right with me. They don't bother me. Okay. They stick to their stuff. I, you know, you got a problem with Canada gooses, then you got a problem with me. And I suggest you make that Leo let that one marinate. Uh, that's a letter Kenny reference. Some people just laughed. Other people were like, "What are you talking about?" Um, the community garden will also be taking place in World Celebration. Uh, there will be festival blooms in World Celebration, which are going to be thousands of flowers that form colorful living panoramas. The Connections Conservatory Garden will also be there in World Celebration near the Connections Eatery. <clears throat> it's going to be a thoughtful garden full of floral inspirations for your indoor spaces. A songbird meadow presented by Wild Birds Unlimited to be in World Discovery. I know what I'm avoiding. Um, They also usually have like the like the birdhouses over there too, because those those specific purple birds like migrate there every year, but they've never okay. bothered me. So, you know, camp get out and play garden presented by off over at world discovery, which is bring the entire family to explore this camp themed garden where little ones are invited to jump, play and climb a prehistoric garden <clears throat> in world discovery near mission space. Imagine life on earth 65 million years ago with astounding plant life that's thrived since the age of the dinosaurs. That's a, that's a pretty cool concept. Yes, that is. Floating gardens will be uh, more than 170 petite plots drifting on the ponds that border the bridge to World Showcase. Um, there will also be bold bromeliads in World Nature and the Land Pavilion. Observe a variety of unique and colorful plants that can adapt to a wide range of climates and conditions. A butterfly landing presented by Advent Health, uh, which will be at World Nature near the Imagination Pavilion, which is the butterfly garden. The Honey Bistro, hosted by the National Honey Board, will also be teaching about honeybees' critical role in the environment. Blossoms of Fragrance, presented by Sensi, will be at the World Showcase Bridge. Extraordinary Orchids in Mexico Pavilion. Desert Garden in the Mexico Pavilion. The Bamboo Garden in China. The China Penjing Garden in World Showcase. It's new this year. Discover ancient Chinese art that recreates miniature landscapes. Uh, a gnome garden in Germany, new this year. Miniature garden in the Germany Pavilion. Garden Italiano in Italy. Bonsai collection in Japan of bonsai trees. Maybe uh, they got them from Mr. Miyagi's little trees. I mean, I hope so. It was a solid business plan, I thought. <laughs> uh Kokodema Garden in Japan, the Shishi Adoshi in Japan, the Spice Garden in Morocco Pavilion, the Bouquet Garden in France, the English Tea Garden presented by Twinings in the United Kingdom, and the Shakespeare Garden 
uh, also in World Showcase in the United Kingdom Pavilion. Now, the, the Twinings Tea Garden is interesting. They used to offer a tour of it. Like you could do like a free tour of the Twinings Tea Garden. And what happened? I don't know. I don't know if they still do it. I, after COVID, oh. I never like looked into it again. But it was cool. It was like a cool free thing that you could do. They would like walk you through, and then at the end, you would get like a cup of tea. Nice. Yeah, Twinings tea, obviously. But it's it's pretty neat to see like all like the tea plants and everything. You could just walk through normally and see them. Like, I just want to know who was the person that was like, hey, see that plant over there? What do you think will happen if we like pull the leaves off, dry them out, and then put them in water? Think we could drink that? And how many plants did they go through before they found the one that worked? Like, were there poisonous ones that like killed people? Maybe. There's a lot of trial and error in the creation of tea, I'm sure. Yep. All right. Moving along. I'm excited for that Groot topiary. It's a baby. It looks like a baby Groot topiary. And he's holding up like a big like um like tape. Oh, that's cool. Cassette tape. The Garden Rocks concert series is back this year. Time for our yearly favorite game. Has Kev heard of okay. these performing artists? Okay. Let's do it. Now, I, I don't know if these are like actual. Yeah, the, some of them are. Okay. So the vibe, February 28th and 29th. No idea. Nope. V-Y-B-E vibe. Jason Chef, March 1st and 2nd. No idea. March 3rd and 4th, Richard Marks. Okay. I don't know who that is. Do you? Yeah. Uh, um, I don't know. He's like a light pop kind of okay. musician. March 5th, 6th, and 7th, Evolution Motown. Never heard of them? No, but I'm assuming they do Motown's greatest hits. March 8th and 9th, Berlin. Okay. I vaguely feel like I've heard of Berlin. Like Not the, not like the city, like the, the band. Right. I've heard of the city. Uh, March 10th and 11th, Rick Springfield. Okay. Okay, I've heard of Rick Springfield. Okay, do you want to know how I know of Rick Springfield? It's not from his music. Okay. It's from two different things. So there was a album that the WWF put out in the 80s called <laughs> The Wrestling Album. And one of the songs in it was the mouth of the South, Jimmy Hart, one of the greatest managers of all time, uh, singing a song called Eat Your Heart Out, Rick Springfield. <laughs> and I never knew who Rick Springfield was. And then I had to look it up. That's great. Yeah. Uh, and also, there was a um, Opie and Anthony, the shock jocks over in uh, the New York area for years. Do you ever hear when they like the lady called in thinking they were giving away Rick Springfield tickets? No. Oh, it's the meanest prank ever. Like, I played it for Rachel recently, and she was like, that's really mean. Like, she calls in, she's like, all of a sudden, she's the biggest Rick Springfield fan in the world. And they're like, all right, well, you know, we're going to give you Rick Springfield tickets if you can answer these questions. And so they answer, they asked her these questions, and she answered them. And they were like, oh, just stay just stay with us through the commercial break. And when we come back, you know, we're going to give you your tickets, and we're going to you know give you, like, a special surprise. And so they come back, and they're like, all right, are you there? And she's like, yes, I'm here. And they're like, hello? Hello? Are you there? And she's just like, I'm here. I'm here. And they're like, oh, we must have lost her. And they they keep going and they keep her on the line. And she's screaming for, I'm not kidding, for like an hour. No. Yes. And they start bringing like their like employees in to like be callers who are competing for the tickets. And like 
the guy that wins it, he's like, look, I, I don't even really know any Rick Springfield songs. I just think my wife might like them. Maybe like, you know, I figured why not give it a shot? <laughs> like, Well, sir, you, you know, we were going to tell uh, Marion this, but, you know, unfortunately we lost her. She didn't, she never called back in. You know, we, uh, we're not only giving you Rick Springfield tickets, but backstage passes to go out and have dinner with Rick Springfield and his son. That <laughs> she's like, no, it's the meanest thing oh, ever. That's not good. It's so bad. Like, oh man, I. I... Dean Diaz, who I've never heard of, March twelfth, thirteenth, and fourteenth. Modern English, March fifteenth and sixteenth. Vaguely familiar. I, I don't think so, though. The Commodores, March 17th and 18th. I have heard of the Commodores. Okay. I couldn't tell you. I can't tell you what they do or like sing, but I, you know, I've heard the name. Foreigner's Journey, March 19th, 20th, and 21st. I've heard of Journey, but not Foreigner's Journey. Do you think this is like Journey for Foreigners? Maybe it's like they, a mashup. Like it's a cover band that does both. Maybe it's like a cover band that just like sings Journey songs in other languages. Oh, that could be a Dosa. Like, like, don't stop believing in Japanese or something like that. Right. The orchestra, March 22nd, 23rd, 24th, and 25th. Man, the orchestra is going to be there for a while, and I have no idea who they are. The female collective, March 26th, 27th, and 28th. You ever heard of the female collective? No. No. Mike Deljadis, March 29th and 30th. Never heard of him. The Pointer Sisters, March 31st. 31st 31st and april 1st <laughs> low energy kev yeah uh the pointer sisters i've heard of okay funkified april 2nd 3rd and 4th i've heard of funkified but i think because like in past times we've like done this list i've been yeah, like funkified i've never heard of them Blue October, April 5th and 6th. Never heard of Blue October. Nope. You neither? Crowder, April 7th and 8th. Nope. Mm-mm. Hooligans, April 9th, 10th, and 11th. Now, do you think they're hooligans in, like, like they steal stuff? Or do you think they're hooligans in, like, they're soccer hooligans and, like, they're going to headbutt you in the middle of a soccer game or something like Maybe that? neither. Give us a kiss, laddie. <laughs> You remember that from, from SNL Scottish soccer hooligans? No, a buddy of mine. He he, like for his like political science major, he had to take a class like specifically about terrorism. Okay, and one of the th- chapters in their book was soccer hooliganism, and it was all about these people in like the UK who every time there's a soccer game on are required by law to report to the police station and sit in a holding cell until the game is over. Because <laughs> they just cannot control themselves. Oh my gosh. John D. Messina. Never heard of him. Nope. Uh, flock of Seagulls, April 14th and 15th. On my birthday, I've heard of the Flock. I know Flock of Seagulls. Oh, maybe you should go. You know what? I actually might do that. Uh, I would like to hear I ran so far away right? on my, on my birthday, you know? I actually just did um, for uh, my my buddies at uh, the UWA Elite, the wrestling company that I worked for. Um, we always like had like teased about like the guy that runs it that we were going to do a song called "I Run UWA" to "I Ran So Far Away," and I actually made it this year. Oh, that's crazy. like I did it. I recorded it. I sent it in. And they played it at the awards dinner. It went over very well. Okay, uh, Block of Seagulls M eighties April sixteenth, seventeenth, and eighteenth. I have heard of the M eighties. Nope. I've heard of them, I believe. 
Plain White Tees, April 19th, 20th, 21st, and 22nd. Now, I've heard of Plain White Tees, but again, I feel like it's because we've done this list every year. I agree. Um, and I remember the Plain White Tees being on it. The Champagne Orchestra, not to be confused with the orchestra. Now, do you think this is just the orchestra, but like they like drink bottles of champagne while they're playing and get like really it's drunk? Possibly, well? yeah. It's a yeah. little boost up version of <laughs> the previous boost. performance. You've been here for the orchestra. Now, the Champagne Orchestra. Uh, actually, it's the Sparkling Wine Orchestra because if it's not from a specific region in France. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Starship featuring Mickey Thomas, April 26th and 27th. I know Starship. We built this city. Love that song. Right. Herman's Hermits starring Peter No Peter Noon. Or no, it's it looks like it's spelled no one, but it's one word. Like so I'm guessing it's noon or noona. Noonie. I don't know. Somebody's screaming at their radio right now, but I've never heard of it. April 28th, 29th. Southbound, April 30th, May 1st and 2nd. Monsieur Perrine, May 3rd. Raul Acosta and Ordo Salido with Magic Juan on May the 4th. Who's Magic Juan? <laughs> you know, next year, maybe we'll look up all the bands and like... like give ourselves some knowledge like we'll listen to each one of them oh man because you you want to listen to magic we want to look up are you looking at magic yeah, Wand right yeah, now we, go, we gotta look into every band and listen and see what they do what, be if great. Mag, what if magic wand is like 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 he does like a magic show like he's like a magician like while they're singing he's like making a polar bear disappear that'd be cool yeah um so all right so that's matt that's raul acosta and ordo salido with magic wand on may 4th right for star wars day Right? <laughs> but then on May 5th, it's Raul Acosta and Oro Salido with Luisto Ayala and the Puerto Rican Power Band. So no magic. They can only get Magic Wand for one night. That's like only... a special arrangement. Yeah, Magic Wand was only available for May the 4th. And then, you know, after that. I mean, it, it, also, though, it's... um Oh, uh, May 6th, everyone's favorite band to be announced. Oh, the TBD. Yeah. God, I love them and their their classic song, Disappointment. <laughs> uh, uh, no, so we don't have a band yet, apparently, for May 6th, unless it is a band called To Be. Could you imagine if it is a band called To Be? There's got to be a band out there called To Be Announced, right? It's a, it's a great idea. There has to be a band called To Be Announced. Uh, Gilly and the Girl Band will be May 7th, 8th, and 9th. I've never heard of Gilly and the Girl Band. No, nor I. No. Uh, all right. Uh, Simple Plan, May 10th, 11th, 12th, and 13th. I am not familiar with Element, May 14th, 15th, and 16th. Not familiar with Element either. Nope, me neither. Uh, the Spinners, May 17th and 18th. I think I've heard of The Spinners. Yeah. I haven't. Uh, to Be Announced, making a return appearance, May 19th and 20th. Wow. Yeah. Epic, May 21st, 22nd, and 23rd. Uh, Lit. I've heard of Lit because I was, you know, yeah. a kid, a kid in the early two thousands, uh, May twenty fourth and twenty fifth, and uh, to be announced May twenty sixth and twenty seventh. So there you go. That's our Flower Power Garden series. <laughs> Any of those that you would like go out of your way? Have you ever gone to one of these concerts? Like, no, no. My thing with it is always just kind of like, man, I don't, I don't feel the need to like. Like go and sit in the theater, right? Yeah, we just talked about that. Yeah, yeah, I mean, if I walk by and like they're playing, I'm like, oh, this is cool, but like yeah. I'm not. 
I don't oh, need the plane. See. We built this city. I'll I'll stand here for three minutes and watch, and then move on right. with my, my life. Right. Okay. So, um, dining packages, which guarantee seating for Garden Rocks, will go on sale on February sixth and will be available at Ockershoes, Beer Garden, Coral Reef, Garden Grill, Rosen Crown, La Cellier, and Regal Eagle Smokehouse. That's kind of weird. Mm, Regal yeah, Eagle Smokehouse. Right? <laughs> like it's a quick service location. One of these things is not like the other things. It says it, that is a same day in person walk up package for Regal Eagle. Okay. So the outdoor kitchens will return this year with full details still to be announced. Returning favorites include chicken and waffles at the Honey Bistro, hosted by the National Honey Board, the Mufuleta Panini at Mongolia Terrace, and the Chocolate Whiskey Cake at Northern Bloom. So um, we will be obviously detailing those when they come out. Scavenger hunts. There are two scavenger hunts this year throughout the festival. You can follow Spike the Bee on his pollination trail to collect nectar from Epcot's gardens with Spike's pollination exploration. And for a limited time, you can also hop around World Showcase for the egg stravaganza hunt. Twelve bunny-inspired eggs will be placed throughout the park for players to find. Um, That is clearly an Easter egg hunt. and <laughs> Just nowhere in the right. least do they say the word Easter. Uh, right. But it is an Easter egg hunt. Um, okay, so you got the butterfly garden and playgrounds, um, and then merchandise, flower and garden festival merchandise will be available at festival markets and create and the creation shop collections will include the orange bird. Of course, he's in every flower and garden festival. Yep. Coco, which is a weird one for flower and garden festival. I don't know. I kind of, you know, even when you think of like day of the dead and stuff, it's always flower inspired. Is it? I guess so. I mean, why wouldn't you just go in Kanto with it? Because you've got like Isabella, from... yeah. so Isabella is is Rachel's favorite Disney character at this point. Okay. She, she loves Isabella. Uh, like one of one of Rachel's favorite things of Flower and Garden last year was they did the Epcot sh- the Spaceship Earth show with the lights to What Else Can I Do from Encanto. That's her oh, that's cool. So, yeah, it was really neat. Uh, she should kind of be like the the spokes character for Flower and Garden Festival, shouldn't she? Like I think I powers? think Encanto is such a um like an ensemble. I don't if everyone is as fluent in that character as you think they are huh, maybe maybe that's true there will also be a butterfly uh collection of um a butterfly collection of merchandise annual pass holders will have exclusive access to a spike the bee collection so i'm looking here i see a um a lounge fly bag with the orange bird and actually that one's pretty cool it's an orange bird and like a pot that says flower and garden there is uh, Orange Bird plush, obviously. Some Day of the Dead floral inspired bucket hats from Coco. Uh, some bags from Coco, and select merchandise for this will be available at Shop Disney from March fourth, twenty twenty four. I got a so really they... cool Orange Bird planter. Yeah, that they did a couple years ago. Yeah, no, oh, that's pretty cool. How are you feeling about the Orange Bird? Do you think that it's getting a little played out? I know you think that I'm I not really around do. as much, so I don't think that I just, I don't know. Maybe I'm being too hipstery here, but like, I liked when the orange bird was just like this, like in the no thing that people were like, what's that? And I like, he's everywhere. I know, but I, he's adorable. I love it. He is adorable, but I don't know. He's just everywhere. Um, like, I'm like, give, give other characters a chance. Maybe like, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but yeah. And I, and I, you know, putting him in flower and garden, like yes, he's an you know a bird with an orange for a head, but you know like I liked him as just like a Magic Kingdom thing. I get it, but now but he's everywhere. Like I don't think he was ever a Magic Kingdom thing. I think he was truly a 
Disney World thing. Yeah, I I could see that. Well, you know, he was a Disney World thing, but now he's like a, you know, everywhere thing. I'm pretty sure he's right. he's in Disneyland, he's in he's definitely in the in the Jap- in Tokyo Disneyland. Right. So um oh, speaking of Disneyland, um it does not look like we're going to be going uh for Disneyland for my birthday this year. Okay. Yeah, I think we're with the wedding coming up and the wedding cruise and all that. We're like, eh, two trips in one year is going to be going to be a lot. I get so it. I get it. But uh, I think we have decided that next for 2025, April 2025, we are Rachel was talking about either doing Disneyland or doing the California Adventures by Disney. Okay. Which also goes through Disneyland. It goes to Disneyland and through like the studio and through like Walt's office and stuff like that. Um, because that's going to be my 40th birthday. Right. Oh, um, nice. Yeah. So, you know, might have to do something big. But I was like, she said that and I'm like, or we could do another cruise. <laughs> I keep doing this. Like every time where it's like, let's go to Disneyland. I'm like, or we could do another cruise. So, uh, you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. <laughs> I might be able to go. Depends, you know, we're our wedding cruise is going to be in November. So we we'll probably won't want to go on another cruise like that quickly. I don't know. Right. Yeah. Then again, I would I would totally go on another cruise that quickly. Especially if it's on the, tre- not? the treasure. Oh, maybe we'll do the treasure. I don't know. I'm workshopping this like as we're as we're <laughs> I can tell. <laughs> uh, but I mean I I know I have to get to Disneyland eventually. I just find it hard to like book to like like put effort into an entire trip just for Disneyland. But you know? why? I don't know. It just doesn't seem like I don't want to say it doesn't seem exciting to me because it does. I just, I, I worry that like, there's not enough to do to like, you know, like be a whole trip. I mean, I guess it depends on how long of a trip you want. I guess. I don't know. I don't know. I'll talk to Justin over the way we travel and we'll figure it out. All right, my friend, that is the flower and garden festival. So we'll talk All about right. the outdoor kitchens when they come up, but I mean like this is a pretty packed festival. Yeah, it really is. You know, Filled with a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of bands that I've never heard of. <laughs> I feel like I might need to go see Magic Wand. You have to. Yeah. But then again, I also feel that by May, I'm going to have no memory of Magic Wand. Oh, no. And, we're going to remember Magic Wand. No. And then like a listener will be like, oh, you're going to go see Magic Wand. And I'm going to be like, what? Because <laughs> like, that happens <laughs> all the time. Like we talk about something on the show and then like I'll meet a listener and they'll, they'll be like, oh, yeah, like flippity flabbity flu. And I'll be like, what? <laughs> like I have no memory of this. That's not, so funny. It's not just with this though. It's like with everything now. It's like um like my friends will bring up like a joke that I made like 10 years ago that like they still quote and I'm like I said that? Wow, I was clever <laughs> that day. Like I, I I don't know. I don't know what it is. I just like my memory is like going. So because you're, you're almost 40. Well, I'm almost 40 and you know I spent most of my 20s getting hit in the head repeatedly by things. So, you know, I do worry a little bit about that. Um, uh, not to end on that downer. <laughs> like, I'm I worried I have CTE. <laughs> but yeah, so um any uh any updates on any like potential Disney adventures for you? Are you doing your guys? Uh, my trip November trip is or... on the books. Okay, cool. So now comes the you know, almost year long task of trying to figure out how I'm gonna pay for it, which is ah, always exciting. Always fun. Yeah. Always so are you guys doing your guys trip? Like no, we're going to do that next year. Nolan okay, was just cool. there. Nolan uh, got married and bought a house this year, so we passed on 2024. We were going oh, to do Nolan. probably January 2025. He was just there with his wife, though. Oh, good. So you'll, you'll be able to do Festival of the Arts. 
Yeah, yeah. Does no one does no one always go during the winter time when he goes? Because I feel like I oh. when I ran into him, it was also during like January. Yeah, I mean, you know, I trained him in the ways of the Disney arts, so he probably uh-huh. follows my formula a little bit. He's like your Disney Padawan. Yeah, but yeah. like he's passed the trials, and now he's just yeah. He doesn't need me. Yeah, I know. Doesn't need me. The whole the whole trip he was just on, he would like text me all day, like we're doing this, this, and this. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. I can offer you nothing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he, have you, it down. Yeah, you figured this out. You don't need me anymore. Other than I forced him to buy caramel popcorn in Germany. Oh, okay. And did he like it? Yeah, loved it. Oh, okay, good, good. It's always loved it. I would, you know what? I the, I love that caramel popcorn. Don't get me wrong, but I will say. You're in the mood for specialty popcorn at Epcot. I think there's one better. It's the maple popcorn in Canada. I don't know. I'm a huge like, Werther's caramel I, fan. I don't know. I feel like I got the sweetness of it. Plus, like that little maple flavor. I've loved it. I never had it before. And we had it. try it. We had it a couple months ago. And I was like, man, this is really good. Like, you can always smell it, like, as you walk by. It's, it's, it's like right. a powerful smell that, like, comes out of that thing. Powerful, good smell. Not right. to be confused with the powerful smell that emanated from the the restrooms in Adventureland one time when I was right. I'm, I was I'm sure I've told this story on the show before, but it has it's been a long time. I'm I'm in Adventureland, right? And I'm sitting on those stone benches, like over by the Swiss Family Treehouse. Right. Now the, the bathroom is across the entire walkway and like in that like tunnel, right? So we're we have an entire walkway full of people. <laughs> and a tunnel and a bathroom in there and in that bathroom individual stalls right Some, someone blew this bathroom up so badly that i smelled it on that bench that's amazing i was like, I was like oh man i have to move <laughs> hey listen it's gotta happen right dude i i i like i thought about this guy Whatever this guy was, like at least once a week for the last like eight years, <laughs> because I'm still like I don't understand how he produced a movement that powerful. Like, like there has not been a movement this powerful since Beethoven's Fifth Symphony. It, it I is, hope he's. I hope he's still with us. It is a. This guy was a powerhouse. Okay, like he he accomplished the impossible. Like like that, it permeated the entire. Like, could you could you imagine like being the guy that like like blew up a bathroom so heinously that it like it, it infiltrated an entire land of a theme park? That's great. I wonder if he knows. I yeah, I mean, you know, maybe he's desensitized to it. Like, what must that guy's house be like? <laughs> like, oh, dad, dad's in the bathroom. We gotta clear out. It's gone there. Oh man, just things that I think about. Yep, the mind of heaven. Yep. All right, you uh, got anything else for this week? No, that's about it. All right, well then, that's going to do it for Two Men in the Mouse this week, folks. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks to our friends over on Patreon.com slash Two Men in the Mouse. We love having you guys over there. We've got so much new uh, exclusive content coming, plus early access to the show over on Patreon.com slash Two Men in the Mouse. Come join us. We have options starting at $3 a month all the way up to $50 a month. So, uh, folks, if you are if you love our good buddy Peter Vandal, check him out at Rogue Comics over there at 105 North Union Avenue, Cranford, New Jersey, 07016. Go to RogueComics.com, where you can find a link to Pete's eBay store. And if you're planning a trip anywhere in the world, gotta love those Disney uh, locations, talk to our friends over at Away With Me Travel. Uh, email Justin and his team 
justin at awaywithmetravel.com or show at awaywithmetravel.com and let them take you on the vacation of your dreams and for me folks uh check out my books on amazon.com currently rebooting the ross and Auntie franchise so that is currently off amazon uh but you know hopefully sometime in the next year or so we'll we'll have some information on that it's a long slow process to rewrite i'm rewriting from scratch i at first i was like i'm just going to take what's there and like fix it up i'm like no page one rewrite you know you could but you check out my other books at um uh, under the name Vincent Valentine. It's V-A-L-E-N-T-E-A-N. Uh, we've got murder mysteries. We've got kidnapping mysteries. We've got haunted houses, paranormal mysteries, all the whole nine yards over there on Amazon. Uh, and please check out the Morty Monster YouTube channel over at youtube.com slash Morty Monster. All right, that does it for this week. Pete, any closing words? Let's do it again next week, Kevin. Let's do it again next week, folks. Please keep the magic alive every day of your lives. We will see you next week on Two Men and the Mouse. So there's a great big beautiful tomorrow Shining at the end of every day There's a great big beautiful tomorrow Just a dream away If you're standing, please hold on to the handrails and stay clear of the doors until the monorail stops completely and the doors open. If this concludes your visit, we hope you've had a wonderful time and will return home safely. Thank you for traveling with us. This has been YDF Media Productions.